G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. There was some significant press coverage last week of a church in Victoria in the Gippsland city of Sale accused of pushing a gay conversion therapy agenda. The Herald Sun piece reported on the story of a young woman who had sought help from the church but was, I quote, lucky to have survived her alleged treatment by the City Builders Church based in Sale. Well, the newspaper story was happy to quote the woman who participated in an independent program called the Living Waters Program, but framed the church as being a radical small-town church, a cult. Now, this may be the type of media coverage Bible-based churches will likely receive, especially in Victoria, as the new conversion therapy laws come into effect in February next year. The laws effectively criminalise churches for offering any assistance to someone with unwanted same-sex attraction. Well, the leader of the City Builders Church in Sale is Pastor Brian Heath, and Brian's joining us. Brian, welcome along to 2020. Uh, Hi, Neil, and thanks for having us on today. Brian, you are Gippsland's longest-standing pastor, and you coordinate a large pastors and leaders network. It's not like you're a fly-by-nighter and doing something on the side here. You're leading a Bible-based church, aren't you? Yes, uh, yes, I am. As far as I know, I'm Gippsland's uh, longest-standing pastor with uh, uh, 30 years uh, in the sale community here, so very well known in this part of the world. So many listeners will be part of a church just like yours, community-minded, mm. uh, large presence in school and community chaplaincy. Uh, you're an active man. Yes, uh, yeah, and, and that's been uh, really what we've desired to do since we started to be uh, part of a community and make a positive co- uh, contribution in any way we can. Now, what it seems to be from the article that I've read and from information that you passed on to me, that there's a bit of a vendetta that's going on and it's it's coming from one of the local political parties. I wonder if you've got a bit of background for us. Okay, okay. Well, it, it goes back a while, Neil, uh, uh, going back to uh, when our uh, uh, federal member for Gippsland, Darren Chester, uh, back in 2011, uh, sent out the uh, uh, what he called the Have Your Say survey. And this was surveying the region, the Gippsland electorate, on their willingness to uh, move away from traditional marriage. Uh, the results in 2011 were that 63% of uh, Gippsland said that they wanted to maintain traditional uh Marriage. The survey was done uh, a second time uh, in 2013, and the results were even higher, with 67% saying they wanted traditional marriage. So it's a very conservative electorate, and uh, we understood that. 
The interesting thing is is that uh, uh, Mr Chester went to his pre-selection prior to the federal election before the last one, uh, saying that he, uh, or promising that he would support traditional marriage. And he actually went as far as standing in the parliament and saying it was a matter of conscience to him. Shortly after that happened, uh, uh, Mr Chester changed his mind, went to the 7.30 report and said that the mood of the electorate had changed and that uh, he was now going to support same-sex marriage. So because of the, uh, the nature of the build-up, uh, there was a lot of uh, uh, pastors, leaders, churches and just members of the, the Gippsland community that were shocked. Uh, so somehow the uh, I won the raffle and was asked to uh, raise the issue with Mr Chester, which I did. And that was our, uh, our entry point uh, into this debate. So you disagreed with your local member. And what yeah. appears to have happened since then is that yes. current National Party power brokers don't like you as a church, perhaps don't like you as a pastor, and so when an issue comes up like this, someone's complained about you and uh, and they've gone through a program in your church that you've gotten a label here as a church that supports uh, this uh, conversion therapy practice. Yeah, correct. And, and it was sort of a surprise to us because uh, as a church, our way of handling issues like this is we generally like to empower people to find their own solutions. Uh, so, uh, so we would, uh, you know, have helped uh, people, uh, you know, uh, what's the word, research their own uh, solutions to their challenges, and that's what we've done in this case. Uh, there were two people uh, in our church that uh, went through the Living Waters program, but that was not administered by our church. But we certainly supported those individuals. Uh, you know, in their choice to seek assistance. And, uh, you know, uh, this is going back 10 years, 10 years ago. And the ones that did it uh, came back with very positive uh, experiences. And by the way, the program was not only for uh, uh, for same-sex attracted couples. It was for also we had... Uh, people in our church who were heterosexual that did the program because it deals with uh, all sorts of um, sexual brokenness. So, uh, you know, uh, we were quite surprised to find that we had been put uh, in the category uh, or of uh, churches with, as the Herald Sun described us, with historic connections to uh, harmful gay conversion therapies. It is just not the truth. Well, the laws are changing, and in Victoria, yeah. as of February next year, it's going to be a criminal yes. offence, isn't it, for anyone in church leadership life uh, to give any advice whatsoever to someone who has unwanted same-sex attraction. But that law isn't necessarily at this point being uh, enforced so you've got this reputation now as being, uh, because as the, the Herald Sun is reporting, uh, you're like a cult. Uh, how does that feel when, you're, when your church is labelled a cult because you're standing for biblical truth? Yeah, well, uh, we've sort of learned a little bit along the way. For instance, uh, uh, our assistant pastor was one of the uh, 
uh, no mums who uh, represented uh, the no vote, uh, the no option in the plebiscite. And uh, from that day, the, uh, uh, you know, different parts of the LGBTQI uh, community uh, began to label us as a cult, and that's how they handle things. Uh, so I guess I'm used to it, but, uh, you know, I... I Guess it's not ideal, but uh, I think it's pretty unfair sort of, a, uh, you know, a tag to put on someone. And what might be disturbing for listeners today to our conversation is that the attack has come from a political base. And this has been proven to you, as I understand it, where the Victorian Nationals leader, Peter Walsh, in an interview with the ABC Gippsland on Friday, uh, falsely accused your church of supporting gay conversion therapy and claimed the Nationals supported the legislation to ban it. So does this mean that the National yeah. Party in Sale is in fact anti-Christian? Well, uh, I think there's a there's quite a few issues here. Firstly, Mr Walsh was completely wrong on his own party's position. So uh, he had no idea of their position, so he obviously had no idea about ours either. Uh, as far as the Gippsland uh, leadership of the National Party and the elected membership here, the elected representatives, it's clear that they are following the trends of identity politics and lurching to the left. Uh, the the uh, National Party have not been doing so well in country Victoria. Uh, and I think for them... Uh, they have a bit of a leadership issue that they need to address themselves. They shouldn't be looking uh, at people uh, like myself or people uh, in our churches being the problem because the problem is clearly in the National Party. There's more to talk about on that issue and we might save a conversation more deeply on that for another day too. Just come back to the young woman who was at the centre of the allegation originally who said yeah. that she's lucky to have survived her alleged treatment by the City Builders Church. Uh, I imagine that you always have had her best interests at heart and as you say, the program that she was a part of was independent to your church so it's not even your yes. church necessarily. I wonder if you've got any thoughts about the young woman as to uh, her welfare. Well, uh, you know, along the way what you do is uh, you do the best to help people and uh, I work, uh, you know, apart from my uh, church role, I also... Uh, work in a uh, secular setting where on occasions I'm required to work with uh, uh, people that have gender dysphoria, etc. Uh, my role is never to judge. Uh, my role is to support. So, so you know, the whole idea of being accused of, uh, you know, coercive gay conversion therapy is the further thing from the truth. With regard to the young lady, uh, we did what we could to support her and uh, uh, she she was doing quite well. Uh, the uh, the results of her, uh, you know, uh, mentoring is what we would have called it, uh, was, uh, you know, really positive and uh, she reported uh, that back to the church. Uh, she, uh, she was baptised and invited... Uh, you know, uh, friends to come along and, uh, you know, she testified to the positive outcomes. 
Uh, but along along the way, Neil, uh, you know, uh, uh, people make choices, and uh, you know, some of those choices are good, some of them are bad. And uh, as far as our church, we are not perfect. Uh, we just do try and support people all the way. Uh, and you know, to this day, we love and care for those people that are you know not part of our fellowship. Well, Brian, your church is the subject of uh, a very uh, defaming article in the Herald Sun and uh, yes. as an opinion. But certainly, I think, uh, somehow or other, those listeners in sale today will be saying, well, you've gone up in their estimation. Uh, the City Builders Church, a Bible-believing church who'll stand for truth, and the challenging activities that are going on in town so far as the conservative political parties and the national party here becoming uh, obviously and openly anti-Christian. I mean, people will be quite shocked about that. And we might save a conversation like that for another day. But I want to thank you so much for taking some time and having the courage just to air these thoughts with us today. Pastor Brian Heath, the leader of the City Builders Church in Sale. Brian, thanks for updating us today on 2020. And thank you, Neil. Appreciate it. And uh, hopefully we'll get to talk again. Thank you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 